Today, it's Paradocti. Welcome to the Loco Bar. So John Lennon said, it's weird not to be weird. So come on, John, really? So it's weird not to be weird is a paradox because uh, when you're not weird, that's what's weird. Like all the straights, right? I imagine like is what he was thinking. Um, and I don't mean sexual orientation straights. I'm talking about like the straight and narrow man, the squares. Um, if you're so not weird is weird. Like that's weird. He's trying to flip the script on, I guess, like the the mainstream uh folks out there who aren't weird, right? Um, and if you aren't weird, then that's what's weird. So they are weird. They are weird. And so if they're weird, then everyone else isn't weird. But now he says, if you're not weird, then that's weird. So it it never ends. It just goes on and on and on. Maybe that's what he meant. Or maybe he meant something more like everyone's weird. It's weird not to be weird, meaning we're all weird. But then that doesn't hold up so well either because weird really requires not weird. If everybody's weird, then everybody's, then weird is normal. I don't know, but it's a paradox, and that's what we're talking about uh, today are paradoxes or the uh, little known, rarely used plural form of paradox, which is paradoxi. So uh, talking about paradoxi today, and you know, a paradox is that thing, right? It's a, it's a, it's a statement that gets like caught up in itself. Uh, when it's a statement that when you look at it more closely, it's unresolvable. It's contradictory. The result, you know, you might start with valid premises, true premises, and it leads to something self-contradictory um, or a, a logically unacceptable conclusion. Um, but contradiction uh, is, is a piece of what a paradox is. Um, so some examples that I'd like to share with the world that have been shared with the world over and over and over again a million times already. The liar's paradox goes like this. This statement is false. Okay, so there, here we go again. This statement is false. This statement is false. So if the statement is indeed, indeed false, then the statement is true. So if this 
but if it's we take it at its word and say that it's false then if it had been true now it's false and so now it's false which makes the statement true So there you have it, a paradox. This statement is false. But what is going on there? The first thing you have to come to terms with is what is this statement? This statement is false. Like, let's say you could imagine that I am a teacher standing in the front of a classroom and uh, I've written a statement on the board that says today is Saturday, right? But it's not Saturday. And I point to the, to the statement that's written on the board, the statement that says today is Saturday, when it's really Wednesday. And I say, this statement is false. No problem. We, we can all trust that and and stay sane our world has not been turned upside down right so that's not it so this statement is false is referring to the statement itself it's it's referring to itself but is it referring to its whole self is it referring to is this statement referring to this statement is false or is it just referring to the first two words of the statement is it just referring to this statement is false um i guess that matters because if it's just this statement whatever that is is false then fine but the paradox is when the whole statement this statement is false, is referred to by this statement is false. Um, and the, the, the paradoxical nature of this statement relies on our belief that there are really just two kinds of claims about truth that can be made, that something's true or not true. Right, um, and the, uh, to resolve this or to let it go is is one of two ways. You just have to accept that this is like some sort of, you know, when, when you when you when you turn a mirror into a mirror, and how you get like that crazy like infinite hallway that goes into both mirrors on and 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 on. Right? That is that is part of the nature of yes or no, true or not true. Right? That's a paradox. Or if you airplay your phone, like hook up your your iPhone to airplay and so that you're projecting onto your TV what you see on your iPhone and then point your iPhone towards your TV and you see in your TV uh, your iPhone 
and then a littler iPhone, and then a littler iPhone, and a on and on and on and on and on, forever and ever and ever and ever, right? This statement is false, this statement is false, this statement is false, this statement is false, or whatever it may be. Um, but the alternative is that we have, we, we can have in nature um, uh, neither. It's not, it's, not, it's not false or not false. It's not true or not true. It's neither true nor false. Um, it could be a, just like a, an invalid proposition. The image of the iPhone in your TV isn't infinite. It isn't an infinite uh, number of iPhones in any, in any real way. Uh, that is not the case. It's an illusion, right? So um, that's where I have arrived in, in reading and, and digging into this particular paradox. A lot of uh, people, it's like, I guess it's like a thousand years old. People have like been beating their heads against the wall uh, for a really long time. And I, you know, I thought that, you know, this might make an interesting um, thing to, to dig into and think about. Turns out, nah, not really. It's, it's, um, I mean, I guess so. The interesting thing is, is that it, it really, the, what's interesting about uh, a paradox like this is that it's really not interesting. There isn't something profound there or deep or insightful or metaphysical or anything like that or quantum. It's, it's a violation of the assumption that there are that everything is, each statement is either true or not true. And this breaks that just in the way that uh, a mirror, two mirrors facing each other, uh, violates like the idea that there's just two mirrors. There really are just two mirrors, right? There really is just your iPhone and the projection of your iPhone on the TV screen. Everything else, I mean, even, you know, to the extent that in that case that the projection is real, in that case there's really just the iPhone, and then you have a, a fake mirror and a real iPhone, and those two things produce an infinite line of iPhones. The, the two mirrors, the two physical mirrors are better examples. The only two real things there are the mirror A and mirror B, and the infinite uh, number of mirrors and reflections between them um, are not real in any way. Um, and so you want to avoid, obviously, in thinking any uh, self-contradictory ideas. Um, and for the most part, you know, they're easy to detect, but there, it, it, it happens. Um, it, something that We'll, we'll get to um, uh, later. Uh, but having said all that, everything I say is a lie. Another paradox. As true as that may be, if it's true that everything that I say is a lie, then I'm not lying. But if I am lying, like I say I am, that everything I say is a lie, if I'm lying, 
then everything I say must be true. And if everything I say must be true, then what, so when I say everything I say is a lie, then I must be lying. You see, there we go. Oh, I guess you see. Oh, interesting. You see sounds like "Hey Siri." <sighs> anyway, now I now hey, how about "Go away, Siri"? I don't know if you guys could hear that, but when I said "You see," uh, my phone perked up. I better come up with something interesting to say. Um, so. The last paradox, actually, that I want to talk about is, uh, turns out to be, what does it turn out to be? It is a mathematical paradox. Um, and it's in, oh, no, 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 before I get to that, I want to, I want to um, share with you the barber paradox, which goes like this. There's a male barber shaves all and only those men who don't shave themselves. If you're like me, you need to hear that more than once. A male barber shaves all and only men who don't shave themselves. Does he shave himself? I'm just going to leave that right there uh, for, for you to, to ponder and to think about and to step into the paradox to fall into the paradox hole. The paradox hole. Um, God, is there a drag name in there? Paradox hole. No, I don't think so. Um, but uh, so moving on to the, the paradox that, that, I, that I, I do uh, find interesting and I, I find the solution interesting. It's actually uh, there, there's a paradox called Zeno's paradox, and it comes in various forms. I think the most generic form of this paradox goes something like, I want to get from A to B. But to get from A to B, I first have to get from A halfway to B. Right? Makes sense. To get to A to B, I have to get to halfway. Right? Um, so what also makes sense is that to get to halfway between A and B, I have to get a quarter of the way. Uh, sure, fine. Once I get a quarter of the way, then I can get a half of the way, then I can get three quarters of the way, and then I can get all the way, all the way to B. Um, but before I can get a quarter of the way, I have to get an eighth of the way. Um, and then once I get an eighth of the way, I can get two eighths or a quarter, then three eighths, four eighths or a half, five eighths, six eighths, seven eighths, eight eighths, and then I'm all the way there. But before I can get an eighth of the way, I've got to get a sixteenth of the way. And so if you keep reasoning like this, eventually you aren't moving you're stuck at A. You can't get anywhere because to get anywhere, you have to go half half of that way, right? So you end up paralyzed. Another form uh, that this paradox takes is there's it, it, 
there's the race between Achilles and the tortoise, right? And the paradox says that Achilles, who runs much faster than the tortoise, actually uh, can't ever catch the tortoise. Uh, why? Because Achilles and the tortoise take off on a race um, and a tortoise has a head start, right? And Achilles has to catch up. He has to win the race, basically. But before he can overtake the tortoise, he first has to catch up to the tortoise. And while he's covering the gap, while Achilles is catching up with the tortoise, the tortoise um, takes a, another, he takes another like couple steps. He, there, he creates a new gap between Achilles and himself. This new gap is smaller than what the gap was initially, but it's still, it's still a distance that Achilles has to cover to catch up with the tortoise. So then Achilles races to uh, cover this new gap. But then what happens? While he's trying to cover that new gap, uh, the, the tortoise has gone on ahead and established another gap, right? Um, and so if you, to think about it this way, you've been set up to think or to believe here that Achilles can never catch the tortoise. Um, no matter how fast Achilles runs, he can never close this gap because the slow, the, 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 the engine that could, that is the turtle, however slow, is constantly opening up a new, however small, gap um, that ahead of uh, Achilles. The paradox here lies in the false assumption that it takes an infinite amount of time to do an infinite number of things. The infinite number of things in this paradox is the infinite number of gaps that the tortoise creates between himself and Achilles. And on an intuitive level, we all think, because of our you know, misconceptions around infinity, that, oh my God, if I have to constantly fill this infinite number of gaps, that's going to take me an infinite amount of time, and so I'm never going to do it. Achilles is never going to catch up, never going to uh, catch up with the tortoise. Turns out there's more than one kind of infinity. One kind of infinity would mean that Achilles could never catch up to the tortoise, but that is not this kind of infinity. There is a kind of infinity uh, that can be done in a finite amount of time, uh, a, a convergent infinity. The infinity that takes forever is a divergent infinity. And this is where this, that's why this is a mathematical problem. Uh, and it has to do with infinite sums. Um, an infinite sum, a con, an infinite sum, 
for example, is the if, where you take you have an infinite number of of numbers or values that you add up. Uh, for example, one plus one half plus one fourth plus one eighth plus one sixteenth plus one thirty second. Right? You do that for infinity, and you add up all those numbers, and the answer is two. That's what you get, two. And it seems counterintuitive because, or for to me, but anyway, but because you'd think, okay, well, no matter how close I get to two, um, I can always add another tiny little piece to this string of numbers that I'm adding uh, to go past two. Like if, if I'm gonna keep, 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 keep on adding on, then I would have to pass two eventually. Um, but you don't because the what you keep adding on here always gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And in a way, you actually never get to two. You never actually get to two, but the reason you never get to two is because the 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 phrase never get to two implies time. But an infinite sequence doesn't play that time game that we play. So you do get to two after you've added an infinite number of these numbers together. They get smaller and smaller and smaller. If you, if you add infinite number minus one, then you're not quite to two. You're real close to two, but you're not quite to two. But if you add an infinite number, you are at two, right? So what this shows, how it relates to the paradox, is what it shows is you can do an infinite number of things in a finite period of time, right? And so that really is the solution to this Achilles and tortoise paradox. Um, the reason it seems impossible is because we think Achilles can't uh, make up this infinite number of gaps. It'll take him forever to do, but it doesn't. He does close the gaps, and he does catch up with the, tur the turtle. I mean, we really don't have to go through all this if you think about it, because we just, we know he would. I mean, in the same way that, you know, if you walk across the room, you, you, you get to the other side of the room. You know, it doesn't take you forever to do that. So it's a, uh, it's a misconception we have with the concept of infinity. And it probably is of our own doing, right? As we, whether you think we invented or discovered mathematics, uh, the idea of infinity comes up just in the same way that uh, it's weird not to be weird comes up. You know, our, our language and our thinking is flexible enough to introduce these uh, series of words that create mirror images of themselves. 
and we get all caught up. Let's